The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Welcome to Domain Masters. This is a show where you learn to be the master of your domain. My name is Chef Patrick, and I am your host. Um, I'm going to have to say, hey, Brasco, how you doing? Fine, sir. Uh, no Morgan for you today. I, I have no Morgan, so I was, I, you know, I usually start off saying, hey, you know, blah blah blah. You know. Well, hey, hey, hey Brasco, I got to say hi to you then, okay? Should I do the impression? How's my how's my microphone? My really wonderfully, really wonderfully rich, wonderful microphone. How's it working? <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> well, today's uh, today's show we have got uh, Aaron uh, Krowitz. Uh, Aaron owns and manages some of the most recognized IDN brands in the world. His portfolio of IDN companies include IDNblog.com, IDNTools.com, whew, mouthful, and IDNNewsletter.com. Uh, everybody, welcome, Aaron. Hi, Patrick. Great to be joining you. Thank you. I appreciate you coming. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. Look at a lot's been happening in the IDN space. Is Everything's fantastic in the IDN space? Well, a lot's been happening there, yeah. A lot's been I, well, We're going to have to get to the news in a minute. I want to know, uh, let's start off with why IDNs. What, what, what got you started with IDNs? Sure. I think that's an interesting story in and of itself. Uh, one summer, actually, I was vacationing with my wife. And as a domainer, I was getting frustrated that uh, I wanted to pick up some hand registrations. And, of course, as usual, everything was taken. And I started to explore into other languages, thinking that they'd catch up to us, I guess, in English eventually, and just hand registered some uh, English, then Spanish, then Portuguese, and then bought, I guess, uh, similarly in that order from resellers and from buy domains and from others. Uh, And then I started to wonder how much further I could go into this delayed growth pattern uh, into other languages that I think would also catch up. Uh, And that, I guess, during that vacation, I happened to read an article in Wired magazine that kind of struck a chord with me about uh, different Internet companies that were basically imitating uh, English companies, such as a Spanish version of Facebook or uh, a Portuguese version of YouTube, that were really catching on many years later. So I felt like even though I wasn't there in the 1990s to pick up the best English hand rigs, I basically mm-hmm. have a second chance to do so on a delayed track in some of the uh, other con- countries that are using other languages and aren't as familiar with the value of domains. So are you saying it's, it's not possible to register good domain names? I'm saying it's a lot easier to find a one-word brandable <laughs> name in another language uh, than it is in English, that's for sure. So you can still hand register a good IDN domain? I think you could still register 
an excellent one-word IDN domain. Uh, and if you want to use, I think, stats to back it up, um, my favorite tool, I think, like a lot of domainers, is the Google AdWords keyword tool. And you could find names <clears throat> that have over 100,000 exact searches, over a million broad searches, uh, CPC, you know, over 50%, uh, over 50 cents, excuse me, that are hand-registrable in the IDN world, whereas that would be unheard of um, in the English or ASCII world. No, I agree. I use that. Uh, I use the Google Keyword Tool. I probably say at least ten times a day. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely helps evaluating domain names. Obviously, you know, for those people that don't know what a, a Google Keyword Tool is, which I hope everybody does listening, it's a tool that allows you to uh, figure out how many times a specific phrase or word is is searched in Google. Um, well, let me ask you this: We're going to have to step back for a second. Uh, sure. What is an IDN? You know, for someone that's never even heard of one, what is an IDN? Because um, I met you in New York. Uh, when was this? Um, not New York, Vegas, right? I think it was in Vegas when we were talking, yeah. Vegas in January uh, at, at a traffic conference. And I'll tell you, I think we sat there for about an hour. You had me you know, amazed with the you know, different possibilities of what an IDN is. And, and basically, I came up and said, what the heck's an IDN? Because I have no idea what it is. And right. I think I had the concept in my head that it was symbols, but... I didn't know what those symbols meant, so can you give a brief explanation of what an IDN is? Sure. Just to give some background, IDN stands for an internationalized domain name. And basically the concept is that you have a lot of very strong populist countries out there, whether it be China, whether it be India, whether it be Russia, uh, that use a different character set than what we're used to. They don't use Latin characters. Uh, and these countries are often very advanced, um, but they just have trouble, I guess, registering a domain name, given that the Internet was founded with a Latin base. So I think if you were to just turn the concept on its head for a moment and think about it, if the Internet were based in Japan, let's say, uh, and we were only allowed to register initially uh, Japanese characters or numbers, a lot of people in the U.S. would be pretty frustrated, and uh, a lot of people in the U.S. would either try to get a handle on Japanese or use numbers for their domains. And that's really what's been happening uh, at the outset in some of these other countries that use characters that um, are what's called non-ASCII or non-Latin characters. Uh, until, I'd say, around November 2000, when IDNs became available, and through, I guess, a system called PuniCode, when you see domains that start with XN dash dash, and then uh, the rest of the characters, that funny-looking code uh, mm -hmm. actually represents a symbol or uh, a non-Latin character set that can be used to register domains. So uh, I think that's the basic background of why IDNs are so central, because keywords in Russian, keywords in Chinese and Japanese, if you want to register them, uh, you need to use IDNs. Okay, so, and, and, and what's good is, anybody listening, check out uh, Webmaster Radio forward slash, I'm sorry, Webmaster Radio dot uh, FM forward slash uh, chat, because there's people in the chat room now saying, saying some of the things you just said, the XN dash dash, the Unicodes, uh, all jargon that I'm not very familiar with, so this is... Uh, you know, still new, even though you went over this with me in January, uh, you know, I'll admit, because it's not an area that I specialize in, it's not something I invest in, no, I kind of let I it think, go. 
That's a great place to start with, though, just for, I guess, the purpose of this show, to start with the basics, and we could move up to more advanced techniques or to the news uh, that's currently happening. But I think the the key thing is, first, people have to realize, hey, an English domain might be global, it might be universal, but rather than plunking down 25,000 for uh, a two- or three-word English domain, it might be a better bet to plunk down something like 7,000 for a word like television in Japan, in uh, Japanese, excuse me, which which actually recently sold for 7,700. And that term, television, is obviously a phenomenal term. You stick it in, you get your uh, keyword tool results that were or are astronomical uh, and it's brandable just like um, a localized English term is. So I think let's say you want, you see the value in having, um, whether it be a Spanish or Portuguese or Russian or Chinese term, and then you say, hey, how do I get one? Um, and I think one way for people who are new to the industry, to IDNs in particular, to figure out how to go about this is to play around with some hand registrations uh, or start with a keyword list. You know, come up with 500 English terms that you wish you would have if you could turn back the clock to the mid-90s. And then transfer them them into those IDNs. Well, the next step would be plug them into Google Translate, pick a language. You know, the preferred languages often are Russian, Chinese, Japanese. And then you have your set of translated terms. And then all you need, you don't need an IDN keyboard, you just need copy-paste, you know, take from the Google Translate, copy all those terms, paste them into a bulk registration uh, form Mm -hmm. in a registrar and see what's available. Uh, And you could even, since Google Translate is faulty, if you don't want to hire a native translator, a quick and dirty way to do things is plug those terms before registering into Google AdWords Keyword Tool. Uh, see if you have some good stats, and then you know register some names. And, and as you get more comfortable with that process, then you could start buying from um, resellers, that sort of thing. I got you. Well, I want to ask more questions about televisions, the IDN, but first we're going to cut to a uh, quick commercial break, and then when we come back, we'll chat more about the IDN uh, televisions that sold for, you said, 7700 I believe so, yeah. All right, we'll be right back after this commercial. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOfox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. 
You weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching, How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com and I'll give you a kaching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's k a c h i n g book.com. State of Search, your home for the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes, <laughs> master of my domain. Here's your host. Welcome back to Maine Masters. This is your host, Chef Patrick. I am joined with guest Aaron Krawitz, which owns and manages some of the most recognized IDN brands in the, the world. Uh, his portfolio of IDN companies include IDNblog.com, IDNtools.com, whew, and IDNnewsletter.com. Aaron, welcome back. Thanks, Patrick. So where we left it off, we were at uh, television's was it an IDN.com or what was the extension? Yeah, so I think that's a, another interesting thing to note. A lot of people getting into IDNs, they don't know what the extension is, and they say, you know, I prefer .coms over IDNs. You know, well, guess what? IDNs are a .com. You could buy an IDN and then a .com at the end, uh, and that's what television was. It was television in Japanese characters, then .com, uh, that just sold for 7700 and I think that okay, was a so, great deal for the so buyer. So in, in stupid terms for me, because, you know, I dropped out of high school, uh, an IDN is basically a language character. So in this example, you're saying the Japanese character for televisions. Yeah, or a character set, a couple of characters using a Correct. different alphabet. Yep, okay. that's what IDNs are composed of. All right, well, I got a, I got a uh, question here from uh, G-Man in the chat room. Uh, says here, why have IDNs taken so long to be popular if they were available from November of 2000? Which, just an excellent question, because it sounds yes. like uh, they've been around for a while. This is nothing new, although exactly. people think it's new, they're not. And uh, I'm glad G-Man asked that great question, because the whole fact is that right now we're in a revolutionary time for IDNs. We just okay. found out um, within the past year that VeriSign is working with ICANN to move forward on taking the .com and .net GTLDs and internationalizing them. So basically, people who said, hey, I don't want an IDN.com, it's strange to have one language on one side of the dot and another on the other side of the dot. Well, guess what? If you own television in Japanese.com, you will likely own television in Japanese dot in Japanese as well. So having the IDN dot IDN uh, is one major thing that has increased value um, in the IDN world. So they are used, like, uh, you know, in everyday practice where we pass by a million billboards a day and we see a website on almost every billboard. Uh, have you ever seen an IDN on a billboard? 
I sure have. Um, in Israel, actually, recently, there's this huge bank company, and they recently put up billboards plastered across the country that said um, the Hebrew word for the key and then .com. Uh, and it's really starting to pick up, which is, once again, I think, um, going to G-Man's question, what makes now different than before? Not only are you going to get IDN.IDN, but the awareness factor has absolutely skyrocketed, in part also due, because, due to the fact that IDN CCTLDs are coming out, uh, mm -hmm. and that made people aware of, hey, there is this thing called IDN. I could register in my native language, either IDN.com or IDN.IDNCCTLD, and now that that's available, yeah, I want to use my native language, especially in some nationalistic countries that really like their languages, like, uh, again, Russia, China, etc. So, so who's the primary user then? It sounds like, from everything you're saying, it's more of an end-user product. Is that a fair statement? Versus what's the other option? Well, like an investor owning 10,000 IDNs, um, you know, they're not as popular. Obviously, they don't sell. The investment potential, uh, not to be negative on an IDN, there is an investment potential where you just seen television sell for $7,700, a roundabout. But would you necessarily hold on to 5,000 uh, IDNs for the potential to make a couple sales of five ten thousand dollars $10,000 a year? Um, my, my thought is no. Um, well, that, you know, owning yeah, a couple hundred, like yourself, how many do you own? Well, I think to, to first answer the first part of your question, I think you're very right that in terms of adoption, we've seen some end-user adoption, and we haven't seen as much heavy domainer adoption. Uh, I think last time I checked, if you looked overall at the number of total IDNs uh, that were registered across the board, it was a marginal touch over a million total, which is a very low number in terms of the current registration. So I don't think you have as many domainers who have bought thousands upon thousands of IDNs um, and who are holding them. But I think that really spells opportunity. I think that spells, you know, you could be the Rick Schwartz in 1995 when there isn't that much that has been already taken by domainers, and you could be that guy to start to enter the market uh, and start to buy them up. And I think also in terms of sales, um, we've seen a, a very nice chunk of sales recently, um, which would kind of validate that for an investor, for a domainer. For instance, you know, Moscow in Russian sold for uh, 216000 just this other week. Um, wow. The abbreviation RF in Russian uh, sold for 60000 Garden Furniture in German sold for over 200000 Gambling in Japanese, 150000 Cell phone in Korean, 42000 so people who think that this is just chump change, this is all within the $1,000 to $10,000 range, you know, you can pick up some bargains, which is great for an investor, but you, you're also starting to see 100000 200000 plus sales. Uh, and this is a very opportunistic market, I think. Well, of course, they're going to be rare. What's the most popular uh, language for an IDN then? Because you're saying, I heard, I heard a couple of Russian and, and Japanese. It sounds like those are two of the most popular, yeah. or uh, Hebrew, yeah, what? It's, that's really interesting depending on how you want to play it. Personally, I look for a couple of factors. I figure you want a very large population because uh, that's who you're going to sell it to as an end user. So China has that huge population. Russia has a pretty strong population. 
um, the whole Arabic world, of course, does. Then you also want a country that's relatively savvy technology-wise, and I think that puts Japan into the mix. Uh, and then, of course, the nationalistic question, I think, really cuts either way. On the one hand, you want a country that is nationalistic, that has a lot of pride in itself so that they stick to their language, they love their language. Uh, and that's very much the case, of course, in Russia and China, uh, though that sword cuts both ways because when you have those types of supranationalist countries, um, you never know what they're going to do to their Internet. So mm -hmm. there's a little more risk just for all investors who risk who risk their investment in China or Russia. But, um, you know, that's another factor to consider nationalism. So so which, again, is the number one? So I, so I, is that so about, out say, of a million, who's number one? Yeah, so I'd say there's no easy answer. Uh, that's the group you're dealing with. If you're, you'd say, if you kind of pin me down to one, I'd say Russian right now is probably, in terms of parking revenue, um, okay. makes the most. Uh, and so you I can think, park. You can park a IDN. Yeah, you have some parking companies actually, like um, NameDrive recently, that felt IDN parking could be very lucrative, and they actually rolled out a whole parking platform uh, within their main platform devoted to Japanese IDNs. Uh, so you can park IDNs. Parking revenue has actually gone up dramatically, just like IDN awareness. Since people now are typing in IDN characters, they know they exist. They know the CCTLDs are coming out and want to play around with IDN.coms. Uh, and of course, just like any other word, you could check Google AdWords keyword tool to see approximately what the payout might be for that term. So, so NameDrive is the number one provider. Um, excuse me, NameDrive is the number one provider that you know of for parking, or is there another company? I'd say NameDrive has been, at least to me, pretty favorable, and especially in the Japanese space, they've distinguished themselves as a leader. Cedo. Um, especially with German IDNs, uh, has done an exceptional job, I think. Um, and you have many other providers as well that deal with IDNs, um, even if their pages aren't as tailored to them. I also use Traffic Z uh, and Parked for some of my other IDNs. Okay. Uh, so so um, how many? I think I asked this question, but I didn't get a, right. an answer. I'm sorry. How many IDNs do you own? Personally, I'd say I have a rather mid-sized portfolio of around 450 or so. 450. And what's your best top? What's your top three? Top three. Um, I like my name uh, Free very much in Thai, even though that's not one of the, I guess, uh, characteristic top languages. Uh, Did you say I Free? Like yeah, the word just free.com, um, okay, but free using Thai characters, yeah, F-R-E-E. -E. Mm -hmm. um, I just started getting more into affiliate programs, that sort of thing, and uh, st actually started working with Azugal on ways that uh, names like that could be monetized as they're trying to expand their platforms overseas. So, so that's interesting. Uh, I also have a soft spot for Inc. in Japanese, dot jp just since that's such a nice uh dropship type of uh product uh and then there are some hebrew ones just since i speak hebrew that uh, i also like a lot uh i own dogs um dot com in hebrew uh i also own y um w h y dot com in hebrew 
uh, and recently acquired uh, Taxi.com in Hebrew with some partners. So um, I think there's quite a spectrum. Okay, and you're getting some direct typing traffic from these because obviously if yeah, you're marketing, it, you have to get some typing traffic. And it really varies. The other day, I just checked some of my parking, and I had one Arabic name that traditionally, I guess my Arabic didn't do that well, um, but it started receiving over 120 type-ins per day, uh, which was phenomenal. And now it's my mission to figure out what the best way to monetize that is. But you're getting your type-in traffic, and I think that one customer who types in in anywhere in the world is still a customer. And if you have 120 customers typing in a day for your site, um, you could find a way to make money off of those guys. You could take, find a way to make a money, money off of those eyeballs. Uh, and they're no less valuable than American eyeballs. They're no less consumers. Uh, and you Would could you mind sharing your parking revenue at all with us based on your IDNs? Parking revenue I'd rather not get into personally. But um, I could at least talk more generally that I have at least, you know, out of my colleagues who I've worked with and who have been in the domain industry a lot longer than I have, and there are people with a lot better portfolios than I have, uh, I'm aware of people with 5,000 IDN names um, plus where they're reg fees are by far being doubled or tripled by their payouts currently with IDNs. And given the fact that this is such a developing market, uh, I think that's phenomenal that they're not even dealing with carrying costs these days for that. I got you. So, so nothing, nothing tremendous. All right. I'm uh, gonna, uh, first, no. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Michael Ward that's in the chat room. Uh, Michael is a, uh, I believe he's a uh, IDN investor, more specifically in the Thai uh, spectrum. So I don't know if you've talked to him or not, but Mike, thanks for uh, listening to the show. Appreciate it. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Um, we'll be back with Aaron. You're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. 
Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes, master of my domain. Here's your host. Welcome back to Domain Masters. I'm your host, Chef Patrick, and I am joined with uh, Aaron Krowitz. Aaron, how are you doing again? Doing pretty well. And actually just wanted to add one more piece uh, when we took off for that commercial in terms of the parking, because I think the question you were asking is a really good one that the domaining community overall should consider. You know, do I know anybody who's really, really making it off of parking IDNs? And the answer really is no. Uh, even people with premium portfolios, they're not raking in, at least to my knowledge, um, insane profits from the parking platforms, and mm-hmm. so they are getting the traffic. Uh, and the question really is why, and is this an opportunity for some parking company to really tailor its models uh, and its pages to IDNs since the eyeballs are there? but the profits are not yet there. So maybe this is really an opportunity not only for an IDN investor, but also for uh, a niche parking company. I think, I think that uh, that'll grow when more IDN registrations occur. You know, right, right now you said it's very niche. There's only, only a million. Really, a million's not a lot because you think about it, .co just launched. And .co, which give you an update on .co, they've already registered 417,000 uh, .co domain names, uh, yeah. which you could check out at opportunity.co. You can get a running total. But think about it. They've only been up for, what is it, less than a month now, and they've got almost about half of what IDNs have done in 10 years. Something like that, yeah. So uh, Mike asked a question in the chat room, and I've got to ask you, and I have no idea what this is, but what is aliasing? Oh, that's that's excellent, and I'm glad he asked that. Um, aliasing is the concept we just started to touch on before, the idea that if you own an IDN.com, let's say a Russian word.com, that you will okay. also have the .com aliased or unlocked in Russian. Uh, since I'm familiar with Hebrew, I could give you a Hebrew example. Let's say you own the Hebrew word shalom.com. Uh, in English, you'll also own the alias version of shalom.com in Hebrew uh, as a GTLD Hebrew extension. That's what Veri- VeriSign's working on with aliasing. That's what people mean when they talk about the potential of IDN.IDNs. I gotcha. What else, uh, so what else should we know about IDNs before we change the topic? Is there anything else you want to add to the uh, IDN world? Yeah, one final thing, I guess, would be a bit of a plug. Uh, First, I think the best way to learn about IDNs, other than trial and error, really is to go to IDNforums.com, which is a phenomenal community 
uh, with a lot of people who are older, wiser, uh, and better invested than I am. Uh, and then also you could go to IDN Blog, IDN Demystified for your news, uh, IDN Tools has a drop list and some other free tools. And then, uh, do you, do you own IDN Forum? IDN Forums I do not own at all. You should buy that. Uh, you own every other IDN name. I, I, do. <laughs> I do own every other uh, IDN name, it seems like. But, uh, oh, people I love the blog. I, mean, I appreciate job. what you're doing in the industry because you're, you're one of, I think, only two or three people that are uh, really showing uh, what is out there. It's very niche. And honestly, when there's a niche industry, you can make some, some money there. Um, so I like it because a lot of people are scared to go there, myself included. I'm a big dot-com guy. And I know you can do IDN.com, but it's just it's something I'm not familiar with. I don't like trying new things, although that you know that's kind of where you make money sometimes. Uh, you know, I'm going to stick to my world. You guys stick to your world, type of thing. Um, so IDN tools, it's, like I said, it's a drop catching tool. Is it drop catching or a drop list? Um, IDN tools has a kind of a whole suite of statistical tools, and also has uh, a drop list that's tailored to IDNs. And how much does that cost? I think right now we have some sort of discount where it's under, well under 200 for uh, 200 bucks for 12 months, or something like uh, 20 bucks a month or so. That's a good deal. Yeah. And, I, I and if anybody listening to the show right now, you email Aaron, you'll get a penny off per month. That's a special just for this show. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about the rest of the industry. Do you invest in? Uh, English spoken domain names? Yeah. Um, I really think for me it's been a bit of a, um, a couple of tiers where I really started investing in English, uh, then moved to Spanish, then Portuguese, then IDNs. So how many non-IDNs do you own then? Uh, a lot of them are in partnerships, so it's hard to say, but... Um, no. I don't know, Take a couple a guess. hundred. A hundred? A couple of hundred, yeah. Maybe around 200 or so. So in total, you own under 1,000 names. Yeah, and I'm hoping to cut down on that portfolio a little bit and increase the quality if I can. No, I, I think that you know that's great because honestly, I've even I went from 3,000 domains when I first started. I'm under 300 myself right now, and... Um, I mean, I, I love it. I, I hear this all the time. It's not about quantity. It's about quality. And if you have, you know, a porn.com or a sex.com or poker.com, it doesn't matter how many of those you need. Um, let's see. There's a question here. Question, what is the latest, what is the latest with Verisign's plan to alias.com? I think the latest is that uh, Verisign recently had actually a second quarter, I believe, earnings call where they were asked about the potential for growth of their company. And the president of their company on the call um, said that basically he sees one of the major engines for growth of VeriSign, um, the internationalization of the GTLD space, in other words, aliasing or turning dot-coms into IDNs. Um, so the fact that they're so open about that and have discussed it with ICANN. Uh, I believe ICANN approvals are still pending, but uh, it looks like that's very much moving forward. 
All right. Well, I think uh, I think we're going to wrap it up. We, we you know we touched on Daco, which it seems like we've been doing every week now for a month because that's the exciting thing. We got IDNs, which just awesome information there. And I, I hope we can have you back uh, on the show maybe maybe in a couple couple two three months if there's anything new developing. Uh, well, I take it back. We have a question. Simon has a question on partnerships. Let me see. Let me find this in the chat room. Simon Braspa, explain how he does the partnerships. What is partnerships? Uh, I think that's the best way, actually, to buy domains, um, either with somebody who has particular knowledge of a space uh, or somebody who has another competitive advantage you don't have, either going into a, a domain purchase if it's significant. Let's say if I'm buying a domain, flags.com or water.com um, mm-hmm. in another language, finding somebody local on the ground uh, who either could solicit banner ads for me or could um, provide a dropship product for me is extremely helpful. So I think, especially when you're venturing into these foreign territories where people are basically saying that it's uh, too foreign to me to even delve into, you know, it's not as foreign if you have a native, if you have somebody on the ground, or if you have a native in the industry, preferably, uh, mm-hmm. to partner with you. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, partnerships is a completely different topic uh, so no offense, I mean, I'm not going to touch on that too much because I, I've done partnerships, and I think uh, you know there's a few of us, including Aaron, that's done partnerships. It's, you know, sometimes about money, you know, investing, putting the two monies together uh, to make the uh, purchase. It's uh, you know knowledge. In this case, like Aaron, you said, you may have more knowledge on IDN, so maybe you have some investors that give you money to invest in that area, and your partners. So uh, we'll leave it at that. Patrick, Patrick has one let. Funny. His name is Patrick. Also has one last question, <laughs> and then we're going to wrap this up. Uh, other than parking, what are some of the best ways for someone who owns an IDN to build a site or get revenue for a name in a language that they don't speak? I think the best way, just I guess, to plug a friend of mine, uh, is AssociateOmatic.com. Associateomatic. Uh, so yeah. If if you and it has dashes between it, but if you Google it, you'll find it. If you look at actually one of the sites uh, I co-own in English, it's womensboots.com, and you'll see a very nice, I think, Amazon type of store, but better than your Amazon stores and that you have, I think, better content, better layout, all of that. It's kind of like pop-up dropship. Uh, Amazon and other companies have these affiliate pop-up stores in other languages as well. Uh, they recently, uh, Associate-O-Matic recently, uh, release the same product for Japanese, the same product for German, for other IDN-related languages, uh, where you could very easily, within an hour, put up a pop-up store and start earning a couple hundred dollars a month. Gotcha. Appreciate the advice, all the insight to the IDNs. Don't forget, you can check out Aaron Crowitz at idnblog.com. Read it daily for updates and information about the IDN world. Check his uh, drop list at idntools.com, under $200 per year. IDN forums, which he doesn't own, which is a great uh, place to learn, chat, and so forth about IDNs, and sign up for IDNnewsletter.com so you get the information there as well. Uh, that's going to that's wrap it up for this week's edition of Domain Masters on WebmasterRadio.fm. Next week, we're going to have Morgan Linton. He's going to have the um, seller of insurance.com. So if you guys are familiar with the insurance.com deal that just went down, uh, for a lot of millions of dollars, I forget the figure. He's going to have the seller interview uh, questions about the sale of that. So, anyway, this is the uh, 
close of an edition of Domain Masters, the radio show where you learn to be the master of your domains. I'm your host, Chef Patrick. You're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm.